When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it went to voicemail. What do I do now? This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale and all is glory. Three friends who took inventorial. All the songs that tell a story. It's the Story Song Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every week we walk you through a story song. And this week we're doing Call Your Girlfriend by Robin. One name. Um, which is one name, which is always a power move. Uh, you know I love a power move. <laughs> and the Robin name is it's the one name is a power new, move. Uh, not, not Batman's friend. This is a different Robin. Uh, there's a Y in there. And it just answers the question, what if there was like extremely creative and literal pop dance music performed by a woman who looks like a weird Swedish gymna- gymnast? And <laughs> now we have the answer. Yep. Because, uh, you know, she just she just looks like, you know what? She's very muscular, but here's what I appreciate, appreciate about it. Um, it's like an efficient muscular. You know what I mean? It's not for show. <laughs> You can just tell by looking at her that, like, she's like, yeah, I can do 30 flips. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> I'm fine. Don't I'm not going to, it. but you should just know that I can. Right. Like, in a movie, it would turn out that I'm, like, a weird assassin that, like, <laughs> yeah. can do, like, yeah. crazy leg flips and, like, take out the the wacky protagonist. Um, or either that or I'm I'm starring in, like, a uh gritty reboot of Peter Pan and I'm playing Tinker. Right. It's it's like one of those. It's just, if you need like an image in your yep. mind. Yeah. That's I want to see that reboot. <laughs> Michael's like one one ticket please uh to your Angry imagination. Tinkerbell, okay. So uh so yeah, so this song is called Girl Your uh <laughs> Call Your Girlfriend. And was that girl your call friend? Call your girlfriend. Uh and uh Rachel, yes. uh why don't you tell us the story of this story song? Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, it's a conversation between a woman and her boyfriend. Basically, mm-hmm. she is telling him to call her actual girlfriend, uh, call his actual we'll call girlfriend, his- and mm-hmm. um, and break up with her, but right. in a in the nicest way possible, because some reason it- she cares about her now. Yes. Well, yeah. So so basically, they're having an affair, right? Yeah. Rob Robin is the other woman in this yes. case, and she is telling the boyfriend, "Call your girlfriend, tell her it's over, and then it's just going to be you and me, right, together." And we'll we'll get we'll cut off this dead weight. I mean, and... just spoil you know just way to spoil the last line, but sure, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, basically the exact last line. <laughs> well, but <laughs> now it's. But, I mean, be it's me not a surprise. You. you get two lines into the song, and you kind of know where it's going. True. True. Right. But I mean, a great like very rarely do you get this perspective of a you know the other you're you're from the perspective of the other woman, right? right? Usually, it's the woman who's been cheated on, who's who's you know telling some sob story, um, and you know, and like you said, 
uh, surprisingly empathetic. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. We're going to get there. Yeah, right. But su- but at least on the surface, surprisingly empathetic to uh, the girlfriend, right? That she's like, look, you got you got to be as nice as possible about this, but this is, has to happen. Right. And now is the time. So, um, you know, a very, you know, again, a typical um, pop song setup. But what's great about Robin is it's, and we're gonna we'll get into this uh, later. But like that, just really twisting it just enough to make it like really interesting. Yeah. That it's you know, uh, age old story. Yeah, we're getting it from a new perspective. We're getting a new take on it. Uh, it's great stuff. And you can dance to it. Call your girlfriend. Time you had the talk. Give your. So, Rachel, when you say that she's talking to her boyfriend, you mean a new boyfriend, right? Mm, no, probably not. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, you think it's been going on for a long, long time? I think it's been a while. This is the eve of their wedding. Oh. No, no, I think it's no. been. <laughs> no, I do. I think it's been going on for a little while. It's not. This hasn't just You mean started. Robin, Robin and the boyfriend? Yeah. It's been at least six months. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because she's saying it's finally time to call your girlfriend. Right. Oh. It is. That's this true. has been going on for a while, and now, like, we are definitely a thing, and you need to end your old because th- your old thing's already over. Like, the girlfriend right. doesn't know that that relationship is dead, but she doesn't know that. So you gotta, you gotta pull off the band aid. Right, you gotta pull right. the trigger and 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 put this thing out of its misery because that's over. You're not in love with her. You're in love with me. So, but she, but again, She's the girlfriend doesn't know that, <laughs> and you can't let this go on uh, past this. Um, These are all good you... points. The song's rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so now is another tradition on the Story Song Podcast. Do you want, you guys want to hear my interpretation here at the top? Sure. On this song, okay. yeah, let's do it. So, because I've got a couple uh, too. When this, okay, well, well, we'll see. So when this song was was first out in 2011, uh, I actually was in a sketch comedy group at the Upright Sister Gate Theater, and I took about 15 minutes during rehearsal one time to explain my theory on this song. And if you want to imagine 11 other people sitting around a, uh, a conference room table uh, in the upstairs of UCB or the old UCB um, with the most disinterested look on their faces while I passionately <laughs> explained my theory on this song, uh, it's always a good reminder to, to, to make me think about what the audience uh, at home is, is probably doing as I tell these stories. But anyway, um, so here's my fellow theory. co-hosts. Who knows? But, uh, another, another good thing. Uh, another. Uh, yeah. I try not to think about you guys if I can, but if I do, um, but anyway, the so my thing theory, you've ever said to us. <laughs> so my theory on this song goes goes as such it it uh you know same as on the surface as it seems she's like look you gotta call your girlfriend you know it's it's time to end this whatever but everything that she is describing happened to her yes in the past right Mm -hmm. yep yeah and okay all right well i maybe this is not as revolutionary as i thought it was but (laughs) everything everything that's happening has happened happened to her at least once in the past and now she is very cynically like telling this new guy now obviously she's doing it to someone else what happened to her 
but she's very cynically telling this guy, like, look, this these are the steps you're going to take. These are the exact words you're going to say, because that is what was said to her. Right. Right. And she's like, look, she's going to feel this way. She's going to say this. This is what you're going to say to cut this off as cleanly as possible um, with as little mess. Now, wait, wait, wait. you're going to... Go ahead. Go, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so you're saying that she is... This happened to her, but the nicest breakup ever happened to her or the opposite happened to her where it's she's saying that, I mean, we'll get into the lyrics obviously, but if she's saying, you know, don't tell her I give you something that you never even knew you missed. Like, are those the words that were told to her or are you saying, or is it that she, she's like, listen, I've been broken up with before, but in the kindest Mm -hmm. way, let me walk you through it. I took notes while it was happening. (laughs) I think, I mean, potentially she had like a good one and a bad one or maybe multiple ones. But yes, when she's like, don't say this, that's because someone said that to her. Right. Gotcha. She's like, she's like, you're going to say this or or maybe it's like the bad version is what happened to her. And she's like, here's what I wish had been. Said, I think that's right? what it is. I think she she's experienced this before and she. She's sort of paying it forward like she wants him to let her down easy right right because when it happened to her they didn't well well okay so there's sort of two um interpretations on that theory which is one you know she didn't mean for this to happen it was just like one of those things and she's like we're gonna let her down as easy or you're gonna let her down as easy as possible right or two she very cynically is like this is the cleanest way to cut this off right like she doesn't care about this girl at all she just wants this to be over so she wants basically like the the cleanest cut possible so she's like walking her like numbskull boyfriend through this on how to break up with his girlfriend right right and in some ways it's like very cynically transactional of like i you know i've been through heartbreak multiple times i know how it goes so so you're you you're a dumb dumb and your naive girlfriend. I'm going to tell you how to make her feel as good about this as possible, even though it's not good at all. Even though I stole her boyfriend away, even though right, right. we are having an affair, even though we are doing this behind her back, she is being treated horribly. I'm going to tell you how to make her think that, you know, this, this had a good outcome. Right. Um, and it's like a total, like, illusion magic trick and a total like cynical move so i think there's kind of the two ways you can interpret it sure right um and that she's like basically using her own past pain to like you know steal this this guy away as cleanly as possible yeah i could see that yeah i could see that i don't think it's that cynical i think i think she's just being nice (laughs) Okay, I really do. I think it's like, oh, this isn't great, but what are you going to do? At least be nice about it when you talk to her. Right. I love... All right, so let's start with the lyrics here at the top. Call your girlfriend. It's time you had the talk. Give your reasons. Say it's not her fault. But you just met somebody new. So what I one thing I really love about this song is the, like, sort of, um, uh, like... Uh, not authoritarian, but like the very forceful tone that she's taking. Right. Right. She's pushy. This is not a like, <laughs> well, she's pushy. Right. But she's not like, Oh, I don't know. You know, maybe you should break it off. I'm just saying like, she's like, look, it's time. Like this right. is how these things go. It has been enough time now 
where it's time, you know, this was fun running around, cheating on her for, you know, for a while, being the other woman, but now it's time to end it. Yeah, I mean, I think she's sick of being, you know, the side chick, as the kids say nowadays. (laughs) They do. Do they say that? Yeah, yeah. I think they They do. do. I I don't know, Michael. I mean, Uh, I, I think so. I think she's, she's, it's interesting. I think my interpretation is that she's one not willing to accept anything less than his full attention Mm -hmm. and two she's not willing to let another woman have anything less than his full attention so she's not she's not splitting she she doesn't she wants it all and he yeah it's all or nothing she's in it now she's in it for the for the long haul yeah, yeah, so if he right. wants to go with Robin, he has to be with Robin. If he wants this other woman, like, he, she's not doing this to another person. If he wants to be with Batman, person. he has to be with Batman. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I mean, again, I, I, but I, I, there's sort of very almost transactional nature to this, right? Or not, mm-hmm. I don't know, transactional is the right word I want, but it almost feels like she, like, in her head, she's like, there's a timetable. Clinical. Right, clinical. That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very sort of clinical and like, okay. You know, it is. I marked it off on my calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, three months later, that it would be time to call your girlfriend. Now it's time to call your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> Give your reasons. Say it's not her fault. So she's like coaching him through this. This is what yeah. you're gonna say. You're gonna give your reasons. You're gonna say it's not her fault. And uh, but P.S. You just met no, somebody it's new. it's not her fault. He's cheating no. on her with right, you, Robin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's very reason. much not the girl's fault, fault, Robin. But see, I think this is where the cynicism comes in because she is she is coaching this dum dum of a boyfriend how to do this. Right? This is not coming from him. If this right. was coming from him, he'd be like, "Oh man, you don't know what it's like when Robin and I kiss. It's the best." Like she has to explain to him, like, "This is how you're going to do this." Yeah. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah. Tell her. Uh, tell well, her not me, to get upset. Okay. Let me go ask ahead. you something. So when she says, "But you just met somebody new." The just is, it just happened. There's no controlling it, or right, just yeah, like yeah. just now, this no, no, minute, no. tonight. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Can you Michael, imagine they just met each other and he and she's like, "You got to call her now." Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I didn't They're even tell totally you I had a girlfriend yet." Yeah, but no, it's you. It's just this. Just happens. Like this is just how it happens. You just met somebody new. It's it's not that yeah. she pushed him away. It's just that he met Robin and. And who can, who can say no to Robin? Yeah, she's a yeah, delight. Yeah, like, look, we were yeah. at gymnast camp, and what happens at gymnast camp stays at gymnast camp. But you know, until we it just, doesn't. Yeah, we just you know where there are intense nights yeah. when you know you had done your fortieth flip in a row, and things got crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. You know, we did it on the. The uneven bars, which was very uncomfortable, but we got the job done, <laughs> and uh, it was a magical night. Solid dismount, if you know what I mean.
again, I don't want to keep harboring on this, but it's like, okay, she's going to get upset. She's going to second guess everything that she ever said and, and did to you and with you. Tell her it's not that. And then, and then when she gets upset, tell her how you never meant to hurt no one. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you the exact script on how this is going to go because you know, he could call up the girlfriend and be like, Hey, listen, I think we got to break up. And the girlfriend would be like, yeah, okay. That's great. Right. I actually, by the way, I met someone else too. So, so this is. Oh, for good. A this huge makes relief. it so much easier. <laughs> this is a huge relief to me. I do I'm like dreading this conversation. I do like that it starts with tell her not to get upset. And then the second line is, and then when she does get upset, because I'm not going to lie right. to you, you're going to tell her not to get upset. She's going to get upset. Yeah, that's yeah. going to make her more she's, upset. That's going to make her more upset. I don't know why I'm even telling you to tell her not to get upset, because that's going to make her more yeah. upset. But you might as well just go with it. You got to get through these things. They're like steps in grief. Yeah, yeah. What Whatever Robin was like terrible at this, it was like, okay, so when she gets up just to say, calm down, Susan, would you just calm down? <laughs> just keep saying calm down. That usually gets people to calm down. If you keep telling them to calm down, then they'll definitely calm down, especially over the phone. You tell, this tell is her totally going to yeah, work. Tell Trust her me, I know I'm Robin. Tell her she's always like this and <laughs> <laughs> and and do this a lot. Oh, that seems to help. And yeah, if you yeah, could yeah. shout, like, I never said that about 20 times, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And if you could make it clear that you're watching a basketball game and or playing uh, PlayStation while this is happening, <laughs> uh, that's really going to help. Because it's going to let her know that you've moved on to other things. Um, yeah, she never, she doesn't say, like, you know, maybe go see her and do this in person. Yeah. Well, at least, that's I mean, true. this is, you know, I mean, this this song is almost 10 years old, but at least it's not texture, girlfriend. Yeah. Right. Right. Because yeah. that still was a possible. I mean, we're all on flip phones, but you still could have gotten the breakup text. Uh, that so. would have taken so long. You have to go through all the numbers. And then if you miss the C, you have to go all the way back. Ugh. Oh, that was the worst. Kids, you don't know how tough it was back then. No. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. Right. You had to hit the number like yeah. three times to get to the letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was one of them that had like four letters on it. I forgot which one. Might have been nine. I think it's always. I mean, the, the day one. I, I mean, the day I got my sidekick that had the slide out, uh, <laughs> game uh, changer, key keyboard. Yeah, I mean, I basically was like, well, we've reached the pinnacle of technology, everybody. <laughs> never never going to get better get than be- this. Never <laughs> get better than this. No, no, no. And I was the guy who, for nine months, was like, well, I don't want an iPhone because I, I like the physical keyboard. I don't want to have you use the screen keyboard, which was a total lie. It was just I couldn't afford an iPhone, so it was an convenient <laughs> excuse to tell everyone that I wanted a physical keyboard. Everyone who had an iPhone at the time, I was drooling over. I was like, oh, man, I'd want one of those. And people were like, you get one? I was like, no, nah, I like the physical keyboard. It's not that I have $11 in my checking account right now. <laughs> don't worry about it, Brad. Um, so, so, I mean, yeah. like technology notwithstanding, this is still yeah. – you know, calling your girlfriend. That's better than the original version of the song, which was, meh, she'll right. figure it out eventually. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Just cut off all contact with your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, was, the, her, first, was, her first draft of this, which was, she'll fi- she'll get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah. it. She, well, yeah, yeah. she, uh, you know, the, fir- the first first draft was change your address and right. get a new identity. <laughs> the other thing I, well, the other thing I was going to say too is I, I spent a, extremely short and uh shameful time in uh sales uh and that was that was the other thing too is they'd give you a script and it basically was like no matter what the person says 
you're going to bring it back to this thing, right? So you're going to say this, they're going to say something, and then there's like a branch of like, if they're happy about it, say this, if they're not happy, and and then that branch basically came back to the middle where it was like, no matter what they say, you're eventually going to lead them back this way. That's the other thing about this too. This feels like it's like a sales call like script where right. it's like, okay, if she says this, you say this. <laughs> and if she says this, you say this. Okay, you know, where's then, the where's the how could you tab? Ugh, ugh, right, I gotta right. figure this out. <laughs> right. Okay, right. got it. Yeah, yeah. This call then is taking let, place inside a cubicle under really harsh fluorescent lighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Then, then when she gets upset, tell her that she can get a fifteen percent discount on the next three months of cable, and then see it. See, and after that, then try to go. We really value you as a girlfriend, <laughs> and we're sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> Do you mind if I put you on a brief hold while I talk to my new girlfriend? <laughs> I'm sorry, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> hi, this is Robin. Hi. Um, hi. <laughs> I hear you're having problems breaking up with our boyfriend. Don't you tell her how I give you something that you never even knew you missed. Don't you even try and explain how it's so different when we kiss. You would just tell her that the only way her heart will make This is really sweet in a weird way. Uh, I mean, I think I think both interpretations are legitimate. However, I always took the much more cynical view on this song. And <laughs> on I mean, this that song. might just. Well, as I'm saying, this this <laughs> might have something. This might be my personality. I, I yeah. will admit. I think this is. I think this is where we split on most songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think it's I'm Robin like, doing but that. A good person. I mean, she could be way worse. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like we were joking, but she could literally be like, you know, text her to say it's over, delete her number from your phone, like, don't ever talk to her again. Like, that would be, like, the truly evil version. But right. what I what I think, again, is what's more cynical is that she – this is how it went for her. And then either she was like, I learned how to love again, you know, or whatever. And it's like, so this is how – this is what you're going to tell her. It, it's, the, it's the giving her – it's the – her giving him a script part that feels so cynical. Like the instructions are so specific. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, like it could be like, Hey, this is, this is the nice way to do it. But if she was truly wanted to help this girl, let me think she wouldn't, I don't know, cheat on her, you know, cheat with her boyfriend. Right. You know what I mean? Like she knows the girlfriend's there. It's like, it's like she doesn't know. Yeah, but it's she can't help happened. it either. That part. It just happened. She just right. met somebody new. <laughs> okay. But I mean, you say cynical, I say empathetic. Right. I mean, <laughs> and yeah, listen, exactly. maybe it's I not mean, all- actually, yes, that's literally how we see the world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah true. I agree. It's true. You say potato, I say sociopath. It's one of those. <laughs> um, I will say this it's not all a script because that last line, and then you let her down easy, is like, and then have right. fun with it. And then, <laughs> yeah, let her, yeah. but let her keep it easy. But you know, whatever you feel is right. But let me give you like right. eight more lines to say. But then, really make it your own. Right. This right. is this yeah, is yeah. the improv section of of this phone call. You're gonna wanna right. yeah. remember agree to everything. Say yes and to everything. Uh, but you know, then you let her down easy. Yeah, it's either that or it's like uh, when they're shooting like a Will Ferrell movie and they're like, okay, we did the lines in the script. 
three times. Now let's just do a fun one, guys. Right. Just, just improv it. <laughs> let's see where it goes. You know, we'll just keep the camera running, see what happens. All right, so let's talk about tell her the only way to let her heart will mend is when she learns to love again. And it won't make sense right now, but you're still her friend. The thing I like about that is, again, I, the, like, that is not coming from the boyfriend, right? Right. Like, he does not care about her in this way. Like, he is not being this, like, incredibly empathetic, caring, understanding person who's like, look, I know this is hard, but, like, in, in a way, I'm still your friend. and You'll understand someday that, like, I'm here for you. Like, this is, this is not, he's just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. I like I like Robin now. She's like, yeah, four foot a- nine. It could beat me up. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> so that's exactly like, again, right. I love that. Like, this is not you know we're not hearing the boyfriend do the call, right? Where it's like, oh man, it's like, oh he's getting it wrong. Empathetic. Yeah. Oh my he's, god, he's okay. getting this way wrong. Great, great point, Rachel. Let's talk about this. How how <laughs> oh, badly man. does this dumb he's dumb mess fudge. up this call? He's gonna fudge right? this up, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I know you don't make any sense, but I'm still your friend. No, wait, I think I, re- <laughs> That's I, not right. I read that wrong. Hold on, um, let, me, let me try this again. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. took notes, but I, they were crumpled up in my pocket, and then I put my jeans in the wash, and I kind of can <laughs> read it, but ugh. Yeah, yeah. Look, I guess what I'm look tra- this is your fault. Wait, not your fault. My apologies. <laughs> I read that yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, what I'm trying to say is you need to learn how to leave me alone no wait love again no okay hold on say oh man i'm sorry i also i have i yeah i mean i have dyslexia there's a lot going on here so why did i do this Um, in shorthand what is wrong with me i don't even take shorthand also why oh why am i typing this out on a flip phone um so you need to learn how to love again again you need to learn how to love again i'm sorry uh i read that wrong can i do that again right I guess what I'm saying is I'm second guessing what you said. Is that right? No, hold on. Um, but yeah. So and then he, and then again it and you know he he does it good for like the first twenty seconds, and then when she gets upset, he's just like, well, the problem is Gina that you're always but you know yeah. maybe you weren't always so nagging me all the time that it wouldn't be you know I wouldn't be with Robin. So I'm not saying it's your fault, but like kind of it's a little bit your fault if you think about it. Um, All right, Gina, anyway. whatever. And then he hangs up. Yeah, he's like, it went well. I think it went well. It was good. <laughs> it's I, good. It felt it's good. good. It's good. It felt good. Let's yeah, get out yeah, of yeah. here, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help, though, when she picks up the phone. He's like, hey, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I am sorry. I forgot your name. What What would... <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, let it down easy. Call your girlfriend. It's time you had the talk. Give your reason. Say it's not her fault. But you just met somebody new. Now, here here's the thing that <laughs> Robin definitely has heard before. Someone definitely oh, yeah. said this to Robin. Don't you tell her how I give you something that you never even knew you missed. And don't try to explain how di- how it's so different when we kiss. Um you know what? That yeah. could be that could be taken two ways. Either Robin has heard okay. it before. Yeah. Or she knows he's going to mess it up. And she's right. really vindictive. And so she's saying, don't, oh. don't tell her how I give you something that you never knew you missed. Because I do. I mean, you, I really right. do, don't I? <laughs> and then don't even explain it's different when we kiss. Don't even talk about how much better that is. And don't mention to her. So she's just putting her, this in his head. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's just he, he's listening to the last half of it. He's not listening right. to the don't part. Right. He's right. like, got it. Or maybe Tell she's just like using reverse psychology to reinforce to him why he's breaking up with her in the first place. <laughs> that's true. Maybe he's maybe he's on the fence about it. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk to her, you're not going to want to tell her that I give you something that you never even knew you missed. Yeah. Don't don't tell her that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's I love that idea that she's like planting this in his head. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that he will end up saying it and then she will have said, don't say it. So then she will seem blameless, uh, even though he ended up saying the thing that she said to say. Exactly. By not by saying to not say it. But he would not have even thought of such a thing without her saying it. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Um, yeah, I do try to imagine, I do want to imagine the like phone call where he's just like, listen, I, you know, I get it. I understand you're upset, but what I'm trying to say is it's just so different when we kiss, like just, let's just both of us take a second and just think about me kissing her. (laughs) Just think about how different it is. Like, I know you don't understand because you don't know what love is. Um, and you've never learned, (laughs) Uh, what love is? Oh, I'm reading that wrong. It's learn love again. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that it's just so much better. <laughs> you don't understand how good it is. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what I was missing. I you know what I'm saying? Imagine. I had had girlfriends like. before. I mean, you know, you're one right. of them. But <laughs> it was different. And I, and I thought kissing you was great, but then I kissed Robin, and it's like now when I think about kissing you, it's like kissing a dead fish. Like it's just there's <laughs> it's nothing. like ew, gross. Like, it's, I thought it was good, but I didn't know what I was missing. It's different with her in that it is good. Right. That's as opposed the to with you when it is bad. Right. Do you see that? See, that's like a tiny difference, but there is a difference <laughs> in that her good, you bad. Do you understand? Yeah. Anyway, I can finish the rest of this in a text. So, um, <laughs> so if you, hear, if you out, hear buttons clicking, that's me going right. through the letters in my Yeah, I'm definitely not playing PlayStation. Uh, if you hear buttons <laughs> clicking, so don't worry about that. But uh, I guess smell you later anyway. <laughs> click. Um, God, this is 2011. So would that be like PlayStation Two? Uh, yeah, maybe wow. even PlayStation yeah. One. Um, let's just I mean, let's I'd, just take a minute and think about that moment in time. I do. I'm thinking wow. about it right now. I'm thinking about that awesome Star Wars fighting game that I thought had the most amazing graphics I'd ever seen in my life. And then I saw a YouTube video a few years ago and it literally looks like they're blocks, uh, just like <laughs> blocks of color fighting each other. Um, where was I? Uh, let's see. PlayStation, Star Wars. <laughs> trying to remember. Uh, okay. So then um, you just tell her that the only way your heart will mend is when she learns to love again. And it won't make sense right now, but you're still her friend. He goes, yeah, I got the gist. Yeah, I got yeah, it. I know. I got it. I, know. I, I, fi- I figured it out. Yeah. Right. right. I get it. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. And that's just call your girlfriend, give your reasons. You just met somebody new. And they said, and now it's going to be me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this part is easily my favorite part of the song. And I love this song. It's a great uh, song. So that's saying a lot. But what happens is when she says, it's going to be me and you. Then what they did was they did like the, um, uh, what's the electronic voice thing? Auto-tune. Auto-tune. So then they do the auto-tune. But instead of doing it in like an annoying way, 
it suddenly is like her voice is like jumping and basically her voice becomes like the guitar solo. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's going in a way that no human being could possibly do. Like the, the notes are jumping like super fast and moving around the way you would like, if you were shredding on a guitar and like the human voice is not possible, but since like they did it electronically, it's, uh, it's like, like it's, I'm not doing it justice. But, no, that's uh, like a dog. <laughs> no, really? That didn't do it. No, because <laughs> I'm saying it's even if I was as talented as Robin, which obviously I am not, uh, or any vocalist, but even if I was, like, what's awesome about it is, is like it's physically impossible. You know, like, you know mentally that it's physically impossible for the human voice to do that. So right. it's almost, it's like it and it and it goes so smoothly because it's like it's gonna be me and you do, 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 and then it right. starts it goes into like and the it breakdown, just goes on yeah. and on and on and on and it's and it's like I said it basically functions like the guitar solo uh and it's awesome. Me and me and you. With training, I feel like the human voice can do that. I'll say I'll give you three months, Michael, and you come back and see if you. <laughs> no, can I think it would be like at least a semester and a half at Juilliard. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, then I will. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. Like I'm gonna intensive you, opera training. I'm gonna use my incredible connections in the <laughs> New York music scene. Yes. Uh, to get you into Juilliard, and uh, for a semester and a half, and then you come back to me and see if you can do that. And if you can, I will give you a million dollars. But if you can't, I will cut off one of your thumbs. And you can decide which one. I mean, this seems like too good a deal to pass Michael, up. are you going to take the deal or not? That's uh, a pretty good deal. This is your one and only chance. Well, when Michael. would it start? I don't know. Like Tuesday, maybe, I guess. Mm. I'm busy on Tuesday. Michael, mm, okay. you do love playing the game Where is Thumpkin? So be careful. <laughs> Choose wisely. Although I've often heard you point to your thumb and say, I don't like lefty. It's not it's not my favorite it's finger. So Man, this is a catch twenty two. <laughs> I mean I Michael, I have I'm always a very rich study... and busy man. So this is this I've laid out the deal. Do you accept or not? I have always wanted to study guitar voice, so <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I'm a, I'm enrolling you in Juilliard in the guitar voice uh, <laughs> curriculum. Hi, I'd like my voice to sound like a guitar. Well, come right this way. And then you come to like, the right they, place. They, they, they open a door and suddenly it closes. You're like, I'm outside. What? Oh, the door's <laughs> locked. Oh, that, they just threw me out. Uh, that's not a thing. <laughs> I'm in the parking lot. Um, Hello, Julie? This is Art? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I think that was an Arby's. Um, so... All right, so anyway, that part's awesome. Uh, you're you're in your room dancing all alone. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then she uh, she says, you know, she says again, tell her the only way her heart will mend is when she learns to love again. It won't make sense right now, but you're still a friend. And then you let her down easy. Um, yep. And uh, and then you just met somebody new. So and that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome. It's great. It's a good song. It's a so real having- good song. 
it's an amazing song. Having gone through the lyrics now, like start to finish, like where are we landing on cynical versus empathetic? Man, I still am. I'm still torn. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, yeah. I, I, as as happens a lot of times, I, I'm I'm square in the middle. Yeah. I think Rachel, I think... this is like life. There, it's A or B, nothing in between. <laughs> no, no, I like Rachel. Rachel is the the story song moderate. Yes, <laughs> it's true. She's like, it's true. You know, we're, Michael and I are like lunatics on the extremes fringes. And <laughs> Rachel's like, I don't know, maybe she's kind of nice, but also kind of mean. Can't that yeah. be a thing? Why does everyone have to be screaming at each other? I think that's um, true. Why, whatever happened to civility is what Rachel says. Um, I scream but, it at uh, Robin concerts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mean or nice? I need to know. Um, I also cool. think, I mean, oh, does yeah. anybody want uh, this episode's musical moment? Sure. I think yeah. this is, <laughs> and by anybody, I mean Dan, because he's, he's the one who doesn't, <laughs> doesn't care for the musical moments. Um, this is almost like a more modern version of, at least my interpretation of it, is a more modern version of the song 50% from Ballroom. Oh, you've got me, Michael. Ooh, awesome. It's about uh, a woman who is the other woman who is basically accepting uh, that she doesn't have this guy's full attention. And mm. she... The song she says, I'd rather have 50% of him or any percent of him than all of anybody else at all. So as opposed to Robin, who is not willing to take that 50%, she wants mm -hmm. all or nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think that's solid. I mean, I think, this, I think it's that she's she's done with being the other woman. So this it's it's a now or never type of thing. And I think that's where it comes from, whether it's cynical or kind. The idea is just that from Robin's side, it's just a decision must be made. Yeah. Right. And yeah, the, yeah. the kindness interpretation is that she doesn't want somebody else to have to deal with that. Right. Yes. And especially that the other person doesn't know it. Yeah. And I think she what she's saying in this is the person who gets broken up with is always going to be the one to say, like, is it my fault? Was it something I did? That sort of thing. So she's, again, it's empathy. Or she's a sociopath who, <laughs> you know. One I mean, the other. is it weird for me? Is it weird for me to say I almost see a a strain of cynicism in the empathy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because again, it's the sort of like her her very Robin's very clear vision of how this is going to go, and how these things always go. You know what I mean? Right. Like in some ways, it even though it would be crueler and more horrible for the girlfriend. I think like Robin calling up the girlfriend and being like, listen, I took your man. You need to back off or whatever. In some ways is, even though again, meaner and crueler is like less cynical because it's like out of, done of, out of like a passion. Right. And like, and like a blundering into like, I'm in love with him and you need, you know, whatever. Whereas this is like a very clinical, like, you know, like we said, like, Okay, this is how it's this is the best way it could happen to cut this off cleanly, right? right. Like she's almost like again, she's almost like a supervillain who's like, I don't want any I don't want any trouble. No fuss, no muss. Let's cut this off <laughs> before it goes any further. You I know think what she's I mean? just considering this other woman's like emotions. A, yeah, I so mean, neither again, of you have moved during this no, entire time. But again, in some ways, her 
but she's not in my mind she's not thinking of the other woman's emotions in like a kind way it's like i don't want this to become messy you know what i mean like i don't want any trouble i don't want any drama i just want this woman out of our lives and so we can get on with it so this is the best way you can do it where none of this will blow back on me you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I that I do get that feeling because it's so clinical and clean. And like, here's the script you're gonna read, where it's like, you know, again, like she's empathetic to her because she's like, I I want this to be to just end cleanly. I don't want this coming back on us. I want you to say, look, you know, we just met somebody new because we don't know that. Like we're assuming that Robin is being genuine. She says, look, you just met somebody new. But maybe she, like, went in and purposely stole this guy. You know what I mean? Maybe it wasn't an accident. And she's just saying, what you're going to say is, it was an accident and you just met someone new, even though that's not true. Somehow, Dan decided to blame Robin. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) No, no, no. That's all the time we have. Dan is a misogynist. (laughs) Moving on. First of all, you know my longstanding grudge against the Swedes. That's it. (laughs) B, I often will blame the man in these situations. So let's (laughs) let's not go down that road, okay? The point is I'm not a misogynist. I hate everybody. Man, (laughs) woman, whoever it is, I always think the worst of what anyone is doing (laughs) at any point. So that's all that's happening here. If you're a character in a song, there's two strikes against you going in. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I am always super suspicious. Uh, If you, yeah, if you are either the um, narrator or the subject of a song, uh, you got to work real hard to prove yourself to me because I am assuming the worst right off the bat. Uh, Oh, by the way, Robin is the girlfriend's sister. Is that an important detail? (laughs) As the world turns. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, also, uh, the girlfriend has amnesia. Uh, Maybe we didn't mention that part. And by sister, I mean evil twin. Uh, Anything else you want to say about this song? Uh, Nope. It's great. It's great. Pretty great. Uh, Expanded universe. What do we got? Mm. Well, I will say- You have something? Well- what if the girlfriend, right, the one who's getting the phone call, what if this call does not go very well? Or, or you know, maybe the boyfriend thinks it went well, but the, this woman was not soothed by this phone call. Okay. And she goes to his house, and she burns it down. Nice. Ooh. What if the girlfriend is Sean Colvin? Ooh. Her name is her name is Sunny, and she's got a list of names, and one of those names is Robin. Wow. And also and after Robin, there's a question mark. She's like, I don't know her last name. Everyone just calls her Robin. <laughs> Nobody ever says her last name. I don't know. But anyway, she's very noticeable because again, right. four foot nine, <laughs> Swedish, pixie haircut, and shoulders like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it is crazy. Uh the question yeah. mark next to her name is like, uh, she might be nice. <laughs> probably not though yeah yeah, yeah. so so that's, that's my expanded universe All right. I, mean, I assume that they met on the cheating side of town yes yeah they had to everybody does of course yeah, yeah robin yeah. has lion eyes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh well the boyfriend has lying eyes at the very least yeah so uh yeah do we think i mean do we think the girlfriend knows this is coming or is this a complete shock 
Well, I when think this phone call comes. Like, does she? I mean, does she suspect? So uh, not even that he's cheating, but maybe suspect that like he's not as happy, or is she just thinking like, is she picking out great. wedding rings and being like, we're ever this is going great, this is this is my forever guy. I mean, we'll get into it in in uh, the story behind the story, but there's definitely a, a fan theory about it, um, oh. about this and All another right. and another Robin song being two sides of the same coin. Oh, okay. So, I was yes. going to say, I assume this fan theory is that Sean Colvin is the girlfriend. <laughs> right? I, mean, I, just, yeah, yeah. I just assumed that that's, uh, that was a conclusion everyone was coming to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was on the Sean Colvin fan site, though, so that was weird. <laughs> you think maybe uh, Robin is actually Maria from Take a Letter Maria? Mm. Oh. Or the wife? I'm trying oh, to remember that song. She already, che- she already cheated on him. That's why he's writing a letter. Uh, right. So yeah, yeah. The only other thing yeah. I could think is maybe when he calls the girlfriend, uh, he says, "Hi, is Sylvia there?" And it turns out that she's getting married, and he's like, "Oh, this went, this went a lot better wow. than I thought it would." This was great. Yeah, yeah. This anyway, is, just tell her good luck. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. got her fall pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, although I mean, I don't, I don't think these songs are directly related, Michael. But I think thematically, you bring up a good point. Uh, take a letter, Maria, and this song about like weirdly clinical breakups. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> Lawyers involved. That's what we talked about too. We talked Ma about. Bell. Yeah, we talked about RB being like kind of a sociopath in that song too. Yeah, where he was just like, it was like super clean. Like I was gonna write a letter. Send it to my lawyer, and then that's it. We're done. Uh, and so, yeah, this is a, this is a similar thing. I mean, obviously, you know, Robin's Robin's not directly involved in this relationship, but she's basically like Lady Macbething this guy into being yeah. an RB sociopath. <laughs> yep. So, uh, well, she's uh, she's um, oh, she's like Iago, not the parrot. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, I was gonna say. So you're <laughs> talking about the, the song from from Aladdin. <laughs> From Othello, doesn't Iago, isn't Iago like the puppet master of the whole thing? Yes. Yeah, I mean, Michael, if I don't know what musicals you're talking about, I'm definitely not going to know Shakespeare. So, um, <laughs> But you know that it's Shakespeare, so that's important. Um, that's true. But the only difference between this and Take a Letter Maria is that Robin's giving like very detailed instructions, whereas mm-hmm. RB gave his lawyer instructions that said, I'm not coming home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There definitely is a is a, a higher level of uh, details in, in Robin's <laughs> in Robin's instructions and RBs. Um, all right, cool. So uh, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I'm Josh. And I'm Skinner. And we host PredictoCast. On this podcast, we watch the first 10 minutes of movies we know nothing about and then try to predict what happens next. It's like very low stakes gambling. We've covered movies with talking dogs, fake legs, sexual medical dummies, and Santa Claus. New episodes are released every week and you can find us wherever you get podcasts or at PredictoCast.com. We predict you're going to love this show. Hey everybody, welcome back. The Story Song Podcast. This is the second segment we like to do on our show <laughs> where uh, we talk about the history of the song that in the first segment we dissected the lyrics of. So just make sure everyone's on board with how yep. this works. Man, you uh, it sounds like Robin's not the only one who's being clinical right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Michael, you tell- beat me to it. <laughs> tell the audience exactly how the format of the podcast Yeah, we get like. it. All right. I can't, Robin, I get it. Can you please get out of here? Jeez. Um, she, t- she has to tell everyone how to do everything. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, she is a oh. micromanager. And you know, the problem is I can't get her out. She just slipped through the keyhole. She literally just <laughs> climbed She's into the keyhole for God's sake. and went out the door. <laughs> it's insane. Um, I am but okay. fairy dust. <laughs> Now, if I think of a good thought, I'm going to float away from that. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Robin. Um, all right, Rachel, please. Yeah. Tell us the story behind the story for this song. Uh, well, Call Your Girlfriend was written by Robin and Alexander Kronland and Klaus Åland. It was uh, released wow. in Sweden. I, by the way, those last names, I, I don't no, know I know. I got them right. No, I, well, I, I really wanted uh, to give you credit for just j- just jumping right into them. Uh, Not even, I, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had to just, are, it's like medicine. Are, I got to just <laughs> shoot it down, get it over those with. Names, those names are incredibly Swedish. Go yes. on. Um, uh, it was released in Sweden on April 1st, 2011, and then released in the U.S. Uh, May 10th, 2011. Mm. The song is off her seventh studio uh, album called uh, Body Talk. Very good album. Yes, very good album. Multiple albums, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was... Very well received. It hit uh, number one in the U.S. Hot Dance Club songs on the Billboard charts, and number six on the U.S. Hot Single Sales. Uh, so it was a pretty a pretty big hit for her. Um, it received a Grammy nomination for Best Dance Recording at the 2012 Grammy Awards, which it lost to Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skrillex. And I don't know if you've heard that song. You you have in like you know. Uh, in like advertisements and stuff, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, 
irritating for me, but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the, the song, to go about, you know, the way both of you think about it, the song's been described as soaringly tuneful, cold-blooded, and a thoughtful twist on a love triangle, um, which is true. Uh, there's a, in a YouTube video about the making of the music video, Robin said that the song is about love between two people, but there are three people involved. Mm. Deep. And then somebody asked, yeah. Cold blooded to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what to tell you the truth? Then somebody asked her, she's like, so, and who, uh, something, something like, and then, and who wins? And she goes, me, I won. <laughs> Oh, Robin okay. always wins. All right. Robin, she did say that. She said, I always win. Um, so <laughs> it's great. All right. I might be changing my mind on this. <laughs> so um, so Body Talk, the album, was was very, uh, uh, was a pretty big hit. Um, it's actually, she did three albums in that, in one year. Body Talk 1, Body Talk 2, uh, Part 2, and then... Uh, all of body talk. I don't know what she calls it. I think it's body talk. Um, but there's a couple of songs on that album. And the thing we were talking about before, there is a, um, a Twitter theory. Before we do that. Yes. I'm sorry. Can sure. we just talk about the video for this song? Cause well, it's yeah, I mean, well, famous. yeah, I mean, we can go gonna, into that. Yeah. I'm going to go into the video, the video. Are okay. you kidding? Come on now. But, okay, uh, well, I just want to make sure. But, um, the, uh, so this song, and then there's another mm. song called Dancing on My Own, which came, uh, it's it's very popular now. People were singing in a subway and it became viral. The song Dancing, Dancing on, on My Own is a great song. It's a great song and it tells and the... It's also a story song that we might be talking about at some point soon. Right, exactly. So, but I, but I got to say it now. So the thing is, is that there's the theory that Call Your Girlfriend and Dancing on My Own are the two perspectives of the two different women in this man's life. Because Dancing on My Own is about somebody... uh, Starts, somebody said, you had a new friend. Does she love you better than I can? So it's somebody being in a club and either seeing their boyfriend with another woman or... um, or just ex- suspecting that he's with another woman, but that's that's the theory. Well, she says, "I'm watching you kiss her." Right. So yeah. No. I mean, now I think yeah, the question she sees is him, whether or not w- whether she had suspected him. I should say whether she had suspected him or whether she's finding out at this moment. Right. Um, right. So it's a that it's so what, is awesome, right? And so when we were talking before about, you know, does she know or does she not know? It depends on whether you buy into this theory, I think. And I buy into this theory. So I think she knows it's coming. And I think that he, you know, I think it makes it more interesting because she's got all this buildup, Robin. And then other Robin. (laughs) Man, they're both named Robin. This is tough. Um, But other Robin already knows. it's easy on the boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what the boyfriend's exactly. like, oh, this really worked out well for me. But anyway. That, the fact that you're both twins, uh, or that you're twins <laughs> right, and you're both right. named Robin, really yeah. works out well for me. Um, There's no way I can screw this up. Exactly. <laughs> So they, uh, so so basically, I mean, I think that's a perfect, you know, a lot of times these fan theories are really out there. This uh, fan theory is spot the hell on. Yeah, I, how, love, it. I how, love this. Hi, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, a, uh, a delegate from the cynical caucus would like to uh can, can i have a few a, a few moments of your time yes three minutes um, from the cynical this, man uh, has the cynical. floor uh, uh, uh senator uh, senator <laughs> um 
let me throw this theory out at you. Uh, while Robin Alpha is watching her boyfriend kiss Robin Beta in the club. Um, no, this is so confusing. Anyway, what if the <laughs> new, what if evil Robin, uh, the, the, the side chick, what if she fully knows that the girlfriend is there? Ooh, okay. And is purposely, like, making out with this guy, wow. knowing full well that she's breaking her heart, and then that night- while they're in the cab going home or whatever, or on the subway going over from the club, she starts with the, you got to call your girlfriend. Oh, jeez. So it All makes right. her look better. Ball is in your right. cart, optimist. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, because huh. now this is a total, like, top to bottom plan of, like, make sure she knows that, you know, yeah. who who's doing this, and then you give the call and and break it off. Sure, sure. Like- you know what I mean? Well, it's and a then, top to bottom plan to a degree. It's improvised when she sees the girlfriend at the club. Possibly, it's but not, maybe she didn't send her a letter and sa- saying like it will be to your advantage right. to be at the club this evening. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> C- come to a dinner party. Uh, come to a mysterious dinner party at my mansion. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the club on top of the hill. Yep. Uh, yeah. I love. I mean, I love it. I, I think that's it. a great theory. I, I think that's a great theory. And yeah, um, it, Dancing on My Own is such a good song. There's actually a really cool uh, acoustic cover of that song, which is beautiful and heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's I a lot of the artist's good. name. But so now talking about the video, uh, the video for this song was also kind of critically acclaimed. People loved it. If you haven't seen it, Watch it on YouTube right now. It's a great, great video. It was done in one take, and it's meant to capture the energy and spirit of a Robin concert. Uh, It's a single shot of Robin singing and dancing alone. And ironically, that is not the premise for the video of Dancing on My Own. (laughs) She's basically in this big warehouse and all by herself, and she's in this fluffy sweater, and she's doing these really cool dance moves all over the place. And she's nonstop dancing for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. The, the, and that may, that may not sound like much where you're like, she's dancing in an empty warehouse. The only way I can describe it, if you've not seen this, and Michael, have you seen this video? Are you familiar? No, with it? no, I haven't seen it. Okay. The only way I can think to describe this is, you know, the part in the movie, m- movies that you probably like, Michael, um, where, I want to see where this goes, but go ahead. The the showgirl's like, okay, we're gonna do the dance. Let's do it. Five, six, seven, eight, and then she starts doing the dance, and then she starts having like a breakdown in the middle of it, and her and her moves are like really angry and like erratic. You know what I mean? And then and then she like collapses and starts crying on the floor. That is the energy that Robin has from start to finish. Right. She never has the breakdown, but the moves are like incredibly like aggressive and like almost like robotic but like but like robotic but in like a weirdly human aggressive way i cannot explain it they're but very she seems sharp like, yeah yeah and she seems like she's having like a mental breakdown the entire time she's but she never gets to the breakdown part she's just yeah. always in that moment right before she like collapses on stage and starts crying and then our hero runs over and hugs her because I don't know, she's upset about something or whatever. <laughs> she didn't get the part, I guess. So to answer your question, Dan, yes, I have seen a thousand movies like that. <laughs> okay, good. With an angry but sad dancing chorus girl. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the so, emotional yeah. breakdown that, that follows. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Again, just imagine that she is a tiny little pixie of a woman <laughs> who's also like an incredibly strong gymnast uh, who is dancing her butt off in an empty warehouse, and it's awesome. Yeah. Like, just the, the energy of it is just like terrifying and just like exhilarating it's fantastic it's not the type of thing you think you're gonna keep watching because it's just somebody dancing by themselves but you can't turn away yeah it's terrific yeah um there's been a oh and by the way covers um, sorry dancing on my own the cover was by uh an artist named calem scott yes um so uh, speaking of covers, mm-hmm. segue. Nice. nice. There's been a bunch of covers of this song. Um, there was a, a popular acapella one by a band called Arato, which used the, or Arato, I don't know. Um, but they used okay. the cup style. They, it was acapella and they used butter tubs to do. Do you remember the cup song yeah, from yeah, yeah. Pitch Perfect? They do it with like that. Um, there was a parody created in November of 2012 by a newspaper editor called Call the Union in response to the NHL lockout, nice. which I'm sure was popular. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> um, and uh, Maya Rudolph and Emma Stone covered the song using the Cups song acapella version um, on, the, on the sixth episode of NBC's uh, variety show Maya and Marty. Yeah, have you seen that? The version is great. It's awesome. It's really, really good. So good. Um, it's so good. Oh my God, and then so it was good. recent. It's so good. And then it was recently covered in an episode of uh, Riverdale. Uh, so it's been covered a lot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, it's a great song. I, I mean, I do. I, I have to say, I only just recently learned that that Riverdale show is incredibly popular. Yes. I had no idea. It has a spin-off that has like Josie and the Pussycats in it. Yeah, yeah. But like It's it's weird. Basically Riverdale is like the this generation's like Dawson's Creek. Like people are nuts for it. They well, love it. It's and, so and like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right, I'd say but but and much like when you know Dawson's Creek was on for us. Like anyone over the age of twenty five has never heard of it and has no idea what's going on. But <laughs> right, if you're right. under the age of twenty five, uh, you love it, and it's all you talk about. No, so. I've actually heard that it's so popular that they turned it into a comic book. Yeah, right? I know. And yeah. then they sent it back in time to the forties. It's uh, <laughs> so weird. When they started creating it. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Um. Uh, a couple of quick things about um the t- uh, other two um. Writers, songwriters, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, uh, Alexander Kronland was a Swedish producer producer and songwriter. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. And he wrote songs for Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Cyndi Lauper, Ariana Grande, and Britney Spears, including he co-wrote If You Seek Amy and Lucky. Hey. Nice. Hey. Lucky. And then, and then Klaus Åland, uh, who's also a singer-songwriter, uh, and producer and guitarist. He's a founding member of a Swedish rock band called Teddy Bears. They wear bear heads in their videos, and they're pretty fun. They have a <laughs> video called uh, uh, Punk Rocker with Iggy Pop. It's great. It's just great. They're really, really fun. Uh, he has also uh, written and produced songs for a lot of pop stars, Kesha, Eagle-Eyed Cherry, Katy Perry, Britney Spears, Kylie Minogue, Vanessa Hudgens, and also Madonna. He nice. co-wrote the song Some Girls. Yes, from the MDNA album. From MDNA album, yes. So, uh, uh, two things. Well, I just want to say that obviously we've we've already discussed the weird uh, pop music producers and writers 
that come out of Sweden that like do yeah. every song that you like. Uh, <laughs> right. Like super, there's like four of them and they literally write and produce every song, uh, which is weird. The second thing is, can I go off on a completely unrelated tangent to anything just for one Probably. second? Probably. Just because I was thinking about this today, because you said the name of his group is the Teddy Bears, which I love. Yeah. I was thinking, should we at this point in pop and rock music history, should we be able to um, like retire band names? And what I mean by that is I feel like band names just keep getting weirder and weirder because they have to keep thinking of new things because like all the good, oh. <laughs> all the good band names are taken. So can we just You're like, like, oh, yeah, you can you can play you can be the Beatles again. It's OK. Well, here's what I was thinking, because like somebody I'm sure would love to be like the zombies. Right. That's a great band right. name, but it's already taken or like the crickets or or any of these. Like, I think a couple of them. Like we can we can like have like the the U.S. film registry where like we put them into a vault <laughs> and we're like okay the Beatles you can't have like the Rolling Stones like right. th- that's take like that's it but like yeah Starship. if you want to like we're gonna re- <laughs> Starship absolutely Starship but we're gonna retire like the zombies so if a new band comes along and they want to be the zombies the zombies is now available right you can become the zombies because I'm sure. A band would love to be the teddy bears, but this guy already took right. it, and they're like, well, you can't be the teddy bears because someone else is already the teddy bears, so you got to think of something else. So I'm well, just saying- Well, it's actually I funny, think... Dan, that you say that because mm-hmm. there is a band called the teddy bears. Okay. Is it this band? No, it is a different band. It's from oh, the okay. late are 50s, they from the early 50s? 60s. There oh, we right. are. But this is different. They're, this isn't the teddy bears. This is teddy bears. Right. And it's one word, not two words. Right. Very important. So also, they're Swedish, so I don't think that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they wear bear heads, so I think they own that. Yeah, yeah the yeah. people who so sang to right. know him is to love him, I don't believe were bear heads. Um, <laughs> I mean, not in their not in their uh, their show business life, but who knows what they did in their personal lives. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what if somebody? So, but again, what if somebody was like, we want to be called the Destroyers, and they were like, well, there already was a band called the Destroyers. Like, I think you can. I think we can start retiring. Like, go through the 50s and 60s and start retiring some of these band names and let other people pick them up. That's all I'm saying. Like, I think it should be like, you know how, like, um, like, uh, like something will lap, like uh, the, the copyright will lapse and then they're in the public domain. I think some band name should go back into the public domain. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about this morning while I was getting ready to go to my job that I now sit at home and do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Listen, we just spoke about that new order. There was another a band called the new order right so exactly you know yeah, yeah. you gotta have the on it gotta or drop a. The, the or yeah or an add an a or you know yeah whatever you have to put like underscore exclamation point at the end just to differentiate we've we've discussed this before so yeah i mean i'm personally um, anyway. waiting for them to retire elvis presley and then i can just rebrand myself as <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah definitely uh okay so robin mm-hmm. uh Originally spelled R-O-B-I-N. She's a liar. And she has two names. <laughs> How dare she? Uh, Robin Carlson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had an interesting beginning to her life. She spent her first seven years touring with her parents' experimental theater troupe. As we of all course do. As we did. all do. As we all yes, do. Yes, sure. of course she did. She said it was exciting, but it didn't help her socialize. So she felt she felt different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's why she's got such a different sort of outlook on life. Who knows? I mean, she also, um, she also slept in a tiny... Uh, and a tiny chest in their wagon. So that was the other thing. Right. True. So that True. helped her yes. less socialize. She's tiny That's right. people. That's, That's right. the joke. I'm, she's very tiny. She's very <laughs> compact. That's the joke I'm trying to make. Um. So she wrote her first song at the age of 11, uh, and it was uh, her first sad song, uh, mm. and it was about her parents' recent divorce. Oh. So of course it was. Oh, God. Was she- it called Your Girlfriend? 
No, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> I'm imagining the very like slow black and white, like dour Swedish film that's that's about her parents' divorce. <laughs> yeah. As her, right? She's standing on a rocky beach, staring out at the ocean, um, for like for like a really long time. Like the shot goes on for like thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> she started, I guess, her her career in 1989 when she was a, voiced a character in a Swedish-Norwegian film, The Journey of Melonia, which I had to look up. It's based on The Tempest, and it's super bizarre because it's Swedish. Oh, nice. Um, I'm, glad our, she, I'm glad our second Shakespeare reference of the of the podcast come up. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make a trifecta somewhere. So she was discovered in her middle school, middle school at her middle school by a Swedish music star, Mecha, and signed to Ricochet Records Sweden at the age of 14. Mm. And during this time, she collaborated with Max Martin, who we have discussed before. He's a big pop producer. Yeah. Um, he's he's worked on a lot of stuff. Uh, she released her first album, Robin Is Here, in Sweden in 95. And then her big U.S. break came in 97. And I found this out a week ago, maybe. She released this. Uh, she had an international release of the album and had two singles that uh, that charted one called Do You Know What It Takes? And Show Me Love. Yeah. When I found out that she sang Show Me Love, I was blown away. Show me love. I had no clue. Did you know? No, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not Michael? You, not I did not know. No. So she was, uh, and those both peaked at number seven. I mean, those songs were very big in the late 90s. Right. The videos for them are exactly what you expect a 90s video to be. But they're extremely poppy, and, they, and, and they're good, but it, it just feels different than who Robin is. Um, I mean, this so is like, her, you know, a lot yeah. of, well, I was going to say, a lot of people just have, like, their early work. You know, this is like the, the, uh, locomotion for Kylie Minogue right and then she came back yeah with like I mean yeah and I mean she was she was like 17 at the time you know I mean 17 18 at the time so uh she was being handled um and and molded right so despite her success with Robin is here her second album My Truth uh which was released in 99 did not release in the U.S. partly because it included two songs about an abortion she had had Mm. so uh, after that, you know, she she kept on recording. Um, she had a falling out with her uh, with her label. She was on Jive Records for a, a good amount of time, but then had a falling out in two thousand four because the record label didn't like the synth pop direction that her uh, recent music was going. Which jokes on them. Yeah. So she decided. <laughs> so L- she. Little did they uh, know the whole world was going that direction too. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Great, great work so there, she, Jive Records. Right. Way to go. She released. She started her own label called Konichiwa Records in 2004. Basically, it was created to liberate her. She is one of only two artists on the record label because she doesn't want to be the big boss. She just wanted it to be able to have control over her own music, which I think is pretty great. So she's had a a bunch of albums come out. Uh, Her fourth album, Robin, was her first number one album in Sweden in 2004. And the electronica sound, that's when she started her big electronica synth pop sound. It was praised by critics and it earned her three Swedish Grammys which I think are just called the Grammys, but with an I. At this time, she was a supporting act for Madonna's Sticky and Sweet Tour in Europe only. 
Uh, and then we get to Body Talk, which is the album that this song was on, but she released three albums to make this sort of big compilation of out of songs that she had so she released the first album body of the body talk trilogy um in june of 2010 dancing on my own actually came out prior to the album the song was uh her first number one single in sweden and her fourth top 10 single in the uk and the u.s you know she continues to record uh in november of 2018 uh she announced she would be touring across north america and europe uh at, in 2019 that was when you might have heard a couple of years ago there was uh people were coming out of a concert in brooklyn and the whole subway station was singing dancing on my own And then in February of 2020, it was announced that she would be she would be named Songwriter of the Decade at the 2020 NME NME Awards. Very nice. So way to go! You, Wait, the previous uh, so decade yeah, or because February 2020 huh? that's two months. In February 20, in February I think of 2020, 2010. Yeah, she'd be the, the of songwriter. 2010. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, nice. No, she's Swedish and she's a pixie. <laughs> she's from the future. Yeah, yeah. She's like I will be no, your decade. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, songwriter. No, the, of the decade. The, the decade is the 2050s. Yeah, yeah. She came back in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, she's the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. They already, or they're they already like, played it. She's I'm like, just saying, I know if, if they announced in February, like, oh, she's the, the songwriter of the 2020s. It's right. like, well, that's two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Songwriter of the decade. So far, so far. Let's calm down. It's only been two months, but... Uh, we do this Robin, every six weeks. Robin, I don't think we can give you songwriter of the decade. It's, I mean, the decade's only two months long. Robin always wins. <laughs> okay, all yeah. right. I guess she got all right. That'd be- but yeah, Robin is super cool. And um, she's just been, you know, churning out a lot of dance music. And it's uh, very danceable. Yeah, very danceable. And she was meant to sing, like, synth pop music. All right. Well, thank you, Rachel. Uh, yep. Great backstory, great history on Robin. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about uh, the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Friends help friends find the Story Song Podcast. And you can help your friends find the show by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll read the best reviews on the show. And then you'll be famous. And you won't have to be nice to your friends anymore. All right, welcome back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Robin? I learned that one should not be quick to judge somebody who breaks up somebody else's relationship because mm-hmm. there is such a thing as a mistress with a heart of gold. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, Robin gives good advice and she's very much concerned with how this woman feels even though there's a 50% chance that she's uh, being very cynical about it. But right. I think she was the mistress with the heart of gold. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's being super nice while okay. she stabs her okay. in the back. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rachel, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that if you are telling somebody how to break up with someone, it's the same thing as writing an essay. <laughs> you want to set up your reasons. Yep. You want to you want to give all the facts in a very concise order. Uh, you know, it's just good writing and good breakup etiquette. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Just you just want to make sure. Yeah. Topic sentence. Topic sentence. Su- supporting arguments. Supporting closing. arguments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> closing statement, and then you're out. In conclusion, why do you sound <laughs> double spaced? <laughs> what? What? Huh? Uh, huh? In conclusion, you're- I would like to come to a university. Oh no, I'm sorry. This is my college admission essay. This breakup really sounds like a 14 point <laughs> font. Do you know what I mean? Do you have a PowerPoint right now? Um, Here's what I learned. Uh, What I learned from this song is that everyone you've ever known and met is secretly a monster. And (laughs) polite society is a lie we all tell each other. And that things like love and compassion are illusions that help uh, the world go round, but ultimately mean nothing. Um, also, Dan, you, also, you learn that lesson all the time. Yeah, is also, that the lesson that you learned, or is that your life philosophy? Well, I was gonna say, also, physical keyboards on phones were better. So that was kind of a double <laughs> lesson. But that's the, that's the yeah. two things I learned yeah. from this song. So. That's that's a good takeaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to keep it light here in 2020 because uh, yeah. things are going great. Anyway, uh, thank you guys oh, so wait, much. Before we oh, before no. we go, yeah. can I just say one other thing? Absolutely, of course. Um, a Midsummer Night's Dream. That's three Shakespeare shows. Thank you. Oh, you know what? You know what actually? <laughs> oh, but you know what actually? I realized before that I also mentioned Lady Macbeth. So we had already oh, hit three. Oh, we got four. Man. We got to do this five. Is a, this is a very <laughs> thing. no, we don't. Uh, Henry the Third or whatever. Okay, is that one? <laughs> I don't might not even be one. <laughs> not at all. Richard the Third. Richard the Third. Richard the Third. That's third Henry the Fifth. Yes. There we go. There we go. I mixed them up. No, no, I did my mashup. Uh, it's, <laughs> it was uh, not well received. Um, okay. Confusing, said the New York Times. <laughs> I'm not sure why this is happening, said the Post. Uh, um, Very okay. long, said Variety. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. Play Society is a Lie, said uh, Daily News. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. Please follow us on the socials like Twitter instagram and facebook uh and please leave us a five-star review if you can we would appreciate it we'll be back next time with another great story song so i'm dan mcinerney i'm rachel oaks and i'm michael gazelle we'll talk to you guys next time and goodbye bye bye Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening.
What if he just didn't come back this time? <laughs> but we just left like just just silence for yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> half it was just hour. Like a commercial yeah, it was like and then forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then like right like literally like at the forty two minute mark, just us being like Oh, we forgot to Oh. <laughs> well anyway, the episode's over. Sorry. Uh sorry guys. Anyway, goodbye. Just somebody knocks into a mic, be like, is this on? Is this still on? This is still on. <laughs> Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.